Awesome. Welcome, everybody. This is Money, Power, and Influence podcast number 31. I'm here with my co-host, Arash, and we're going to have an interesting episode today. Um, I've been thinking, and I, I noticed that in the past episodes that we've done, we didn't really specifically ever in an episode touch on marketing, and I thought that was a good thing to uh, discuss today because um, you know all the opportunities I've been getting recently, especially when it comes to the world of sales and business and real estate, have been uh, in direct correlation to the way I've marketed myself. So uh, I think that's a good topic for us to jump into today, man. But I just wanted to ask how you're doing. Everything is good on my end. And uh, dropped off my car today at the wrap shop to put a, a nice carbon fiber kit on it and get a new color on it, uh, up the level of sexiness a little bit. And it's funny, dude. I uh, I think it was Sunday, I actually had, I was driving the, the Lamborghini over here and um you know, I get a lot of admiration with it, but I, I still get a few fucking retards always talking shit. And this kid pulls up in a Mustang with his girlfriend. He's like, hey, bro. I was like, what's up? He's like, nice rental. And it just instinctively came out of me. I said, your mom's a rental. And he got so butthurt. It was funny. What's up, brother? <laughs> That's great. Uh, is, that, is your girlfriend for rent, too, next to you? <laughs> got some money. <laughs> great. Are you still on? Yeah, I'm still here, man. So what's new with you, dude? We'll uh, we'll get a little update from you, and then we'll jump right into it. Oh, okay. Hey, I probably missed that. Um, man, lots of things are new. Where am I going to start? What would be important for everybody? Yeah, this is important. I caught myself uh, kind of depressed for a couple of days, three days. And I couldn't figure out the source of my depression. It was really weird. So I just kind of wrote it out, like, you know, I write out the storms of my life. And then suddenly I came to a realization in the morning, yesterday morning, of what had occurred. And it was fascinating. I had achieved every goal that I set out to achieve, and I didn't have any new goals. And even though I would always talk about it, I was not aware that I have reached that level. And so I immediately, immediately started to create some new goals. I, I was assuming I was already doing that, but I wasn't, you know. And um, here I am, feeling brilliant and fast and sharp with a mind that could cut through anything. So it, it was very fascinating to be depressed uh, because of success. And, uh, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> What's up with you? Awesome, man. Uh, it's funny that you bring that up, dude. I actually just released a video on my YouTube that's actually getting a lot of hits and comments and engagement about depression, and uh, I shared kind of like a similar story to what you said, and the times that I've hit what I consider like points of like maybe where I feel a little bit depressed, like when I stop playing basketball and things like that, but I, I truly believe that watching us and, and hearing your response is good, because people don't... Um, they don't look at it the same way we do, and they don't bounce back from those things or see it as a part of life. Everybody tries to avoid everything and kind of walk around like that one movie of that uh, that kid, like the bubble boy or wherever, where he's, like, stuck in a bubble, and he's, like, resistant to everything, and they're, like, rolling him down the street. It's funny. Um, but I wanted to uh, switch gears now, dude, and talk about marketing, um, you know, because uh, it, it came to my mind, man, because the last, I don't know, the last week or two, I've booked, like, two more, two no, two big real estate speaking gigs, man. There's this real estate success summit that's like the biggest 
uh, speaking engagement of the year, and it always features like the top real estate investors, the figures in real estate, like it's had Robert Kiyosaki, uh, some of the, one of the guys that has like the biggest real estate podcast, and they actually invited me this year because of what I've been doing on social media and just kind of the celebrity status that I've created for myself in the industry, and because of the fact that I did it only through social media and marketing myself without ever being on TV or any of those TV shows, uh, they were really fascinated by it, and they wanted to invite me to talk about it and how I've used it to not only build an image for myself, but also grow my business, and you're somebody who's done the same thing, man, even on a grander scale, so I think that's a great topic for us to talk about, and I'm just going to give maybe one or two tips and techniques that I use, and then I'll pass it to you, because uh, you know I'm very interested and curious to hear what you have to say about it, too, because you... Uh, appear to be a very master marketer, and you know I, I know you're going to enlighten the audience a lot. W- with me, uh, when I started this journey in real estate and, and currently what I'm doing, um, you know th- there was really two main focuses I would say. Uh, number one was to be number one, and as kind of cliche as that sounds, I truly believe that all of you listening, <laughs> besides maybe Arash and a few other people on this planet you're just getting into something wanting to be like okay or good. Go for number one status or go for master status. Go for something near the top, right? Because when you do that, the plan that you lay out in front of you, your mindset behind it, the strategy that you're going to take, the consistency that comes with it is on a completely different level. That was immediately in my mind. I said, okay, I'm going to get in this field of real estate and sales, and I'm going to be number one. Everybody on the planet is going to know I'm in real estate, and, this, and this, is, this is what it is. I will be a figure in this industry and be at the top, guaranteed. And I would tell people, and they would laugh. And I was like, okay, cool, laugh. We'll see who's laughing in a couple of years. And now a lot of those same people are telling me, dude, I can't go anywhere and mention real estate, and your name doesn't come up. Anywhere in L.A., I'll go to a party in Beverly Hills. I bring up your name. People know you. It's like you're everywhere. And I said, well, remember that uh, – that line I gave you three years ago or four years ago about being number one, well, it's happening, brother, and you're witnessing it. And so the level of, of action and commitment that comes with it, right, is going to be far superior. Like we hear Grant Cardone say 10x. Similar to that, right? You're going to be doing so much and at, at such a high frequency that by virtue of that, you're literally just going to create this gap, right? And with social media, we all know it's about getting people's attention. That's the currency. So by you doing that, you're going to get more attention by default than anybody else. But secondly, I made the commitment, and especially because of this industry in real estate, everybody, and I think this is pretty common everywhere, especially in the business world, is everybody's walking on eggshells trying to create this like artificial identity and protect it. And I told myself from day one, I said, I'm not going to be fake like these guys. A lot of these guys I see on TV or that I've met that are figures will get up on stage or do their social media or be on TV and be, you know, uh, A, when they're actually Z. They're, they're, they're putting on these masks. And I said, from day one, I'm going to do me, I'm going to be me. And if they don't like it, fuck it, I don't give a shit, because I'm not going to be fake, right? And it's funny that one of the most admirable traits people say about me is that I'm real and I laugh. I'm like, what, am I supposed to be fake, right? It's gone to the point where people are so used to any figure, whether it's on TV or social media, being fake that when you are, quote, yourself or real, you get applauded for it, right? And that has now become a part of my brand, and that's one of the topics, actually, that they're going to ask me to discuss at the summit, Arash, is, you know, how were you able to 
present all these things like pickup and who you are and curse and be so outside of the box and yet still have success. So for me, that journey was interesting. And of course, you know, you, you get hate on, you get a ton of shit. Uh, obviously, my phone number and all my information is public because I'm a realtor. And even today, I got like a nasty ass voicemail from somebody and I just laughed. Uh, I, I get it constantly. But the, the two main focuses for me, brother, and this is the last bit and I'll pass it to you, it was really to be number one and go after that and constantly strive towards it, you know, get to the top of Mount Everest, and at the same time, demonstrate to the world and show exactly who I am. And I want to pass it to you, man, because, again, I consider you a master marketer. You've literally made yourself a celebrity, and I'm very, very excited to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah, I like being called a master marketeer. Marketeer, marketer. (laughs) Two marketeers. Um, You know, I use the principles of seduction, which is my main art form, to make myself famous. And I know that there are certain things that attract men and women. I know it really well for men because I am a man and I teach men all the time. And I know it really well for women because when it comes to women, I'm second to none to getting the most beautiful woman on the planet um, to want to spend time with me and be in love with me and things like that. So all I did and all I do is I put out content, whether it's videos or pictures or anything I do, I put it out with this in mind. If someone looks at it, does it attract them? Does it grab their attention? Do they Are they like literally attracted to it? They want to go towards it or not? And I just did that, and I keep doing the, this thing for so long. And like you said, it eventually created such a huge gap between myself and everybody else. We have to remember at some point I entered the um, relationship and seduction community and at that moment I was really nobody. I was at the very, very bottom of who is this guy. And in a short amount of time I became the top guy but I do remember as I was making videos on the subject, I do remember thinking, wow, I have like 10 videos, you know, and these people have so much. They've been here for so long. I have more videos than any coach on the planet right now on YouTube. Without, like, not by a little bit, by a lot, actually. By the thousands, I have more. And they, some have been in the game way longer than I have. A huge gap got developed by outworking everybody. Now, if you just outwork them, I don't know if that's guaranteed because we're talking about mar- uh, marketing here, but to grab their attention in a way that makes them want to know more and curious, that's where it's at. Now, very interesting in that, you know, you get some sort of resistance because, you know, you swear and in the terminology of the sheep, you're real. And, of course, I have the same thing in my life, you know. And uh, I knew that this was going to be an advantage, not a disadvantage. You know, I have the words, fuck you, tattooed on my eyelids. It's just one of those things that I think people, I don't know if they miss it. I don't know how they miss it. I mean, if you're walking around and forget all the other tattoos and the way that I look and all that, but if you have fuck you written on your eyes, you would just think that people would just stay the fuck away from you, not want to have anything to do with you, just, oh, my God. But I knew when I got it, I knew when I got it, that eventually it would be one of the most important tattoos I got in regards to my uh, career, in regards to my success. 
And it is. It is phenomenal the way people react to it. So we're told one thing, but the world is actually something else. And that goes for almost any subject that I've touched so far at 40 years old. We're told one thing, but the world is something else. So we're told one thing about marketing. Of course, we have the basics, get their attention, all that. But people are not looking for the same thing that's been replicated a thousand times, you know. They want something new. They want something novel. They want something that makes them uh, stop in their tracks. They want something that is entertaining. They want something that uh, throws them out of their regular day-to-day affairs. And when we look at the history of the planet, we see the people that made the biggest noise, right, were the rock stars of our generation. They were, for our generation, or generation right before us, actually, they were treated like gods. You know, the celebrities now, treated like gods. And the rock stars, a few generations back, these guys were complete, complete rebels. From the way they dressed, to what they sang about, to the way they acted in public. And we have been taught systematically to forget that that is such an attractive, attractive quality to the world. The person who does their own thing, who doesn't give a shit, and who just expresses themselves and is good at what they do. That's the final part. You have to be good at what you do, okay? You just got to be good at what you do. So it was very clear to me, and it's very clear standing here now, what the future is going to bring, because I have predicted where I'm at every step of the way. And like you said, when you tell people, remember when I said that? Well, I do the same thing. I take it one step further with my communication, and I tell them, I say, now, listen to what I'm telling you will be happening in about a 10-year time. And I guarantee you (laughs) that's going to be happening. In fact, what it took to get here was much more difficult than what it's going to take now to get to where I'm going. It's like now I've discovered the jet fuel that's going to get this uh, spaceship out, out, outside of this universe, outside of the, uh, the atmosphere. But discovering the jet fuel was the hard part. And that was very difficult. But once we got it, now we can propel ourselves so fast. It's very easy, everybody. With today's world, 2017, you're in charge of your own marketing. I still get shocked when I run into people and I'm like, what's your Instagram? And they're like, I don't have one. And I'm like, well, what do you do? In fact, I ran into a real estate girl, by the way, uh, BC, who said that. Very beautiful in L.A. And uh, another note, my bank teller, she's cute. She was, uh, we were chatting it up and she said something about real estate. I said, oh, my God, you got to check out Brian Fisella. And I gave her the name and I said, let's look at it on YouTube. And then I went back about four days later and she was like, hey, I've been... Uh, watching your friend, I had no idea what she was talking about. I forgot. I go, well, what are you talking about? She goes, Brian. I said, oh, cool. She's like, yeah, you know, I saw it in the car. Really cool. I said, oh, that's fucking awesome. So, what a trip. That's so cool, man. Uh, that's awesome. And and you're right, man. We're there, There's two things that you said, and I love what you said, that we're in charge of our marketing, man. So true. It's to the point now, like I was even at the gym uh, two days ago, and it's literally almost Every time I go now, I'm approached by somebody who's either watching me on Instagram or seeing me on YouTube, especially here within three or four cities of where I live. It's really incredible. Now, when you mentioned <clears throat> the people the, that were a generation before us <coughs> that were like treated like gods, I immediately thought of KISS, that band, 
you know, with their, their masks and the tongues and, and what they wrote about. And what's funny, dude, is I, I held a seminar two months ago with one of the guys from that Million Dollar Listing show, the real estate show. One of the guys I went to attend, uh, Stefan, I remember his name, uh, he approached me after. He's like, dude, I watch your stuff. I love it. Turns out he's super connected with uh, Gene Simmons, dude. So we're doing, um, I was talking to him one time on the phone, and he's actually, hold on, I'm getting FaceTime by Gene Simmons right now. And then he ended up putting it on Facebook because people thought he was bullshitting. And he's like, look, I'm talking to Gene Simmons. So he's like on the phone with me, and then he stops me, and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up, Gene? Like, they're friends, dude. It's so funny. Um, now, I want to bring up something to you, man, and I think this is a great topic. And I've kind of noticed this, right? I've been seeing this prevalent. And this is something that's very vital for people who are going to market themselves and, and grow a business is, you know, I noticed because I've had followers now for three or four years, um, it, it seems like now, I mean, maybe this has been around for a long time, but it, I'm just seeing it more frequently now that, it, that we have social media and the world has become smaller. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who will follow you, support you, maybe never buy anything, but they kind of latch onto your coattail, per se, and follow you on your journey and they almost substitute their own progression in life and success with yours. And they get excited when you succeed and you get your Maserati and, and you move on and, and you achieve the next goal. They feel like they're a part of the journey. And that gives them more fulfillment than them actually going out and making, making shit happen themselves. And I've been seeing this, Arash, a lot, especially with my following. It, it's just it's evidence that I see all the time because someone's messaging me, hey, dude, I love your journey. I've been following you for three years. I'm like, motherfucker, you've been following me for three years. You should already be making easily six figures by now if you apply even uh, one one-hundredth of what I teach you. So have you been seeing this too, and do you think this is like a phenomenon that we see, one, in social media, and two, I think, and I'll pass it to you too, man, and do you think this is something that people can use to their advantage when they're marketing themselves, especially uh, via social media? Yeah, totally. And when you were saying that, I was getting that, you know, people watch athletes like that. You know, that's their, that's their team. Uh, when I was in an Uber in L.A. this last weekend, whatever, a couple of weeks ago, my Uber driver had a Lakers jersey. And so I asked him about one of the new players on the team because I've been tracking this guy uh, from high school. Or from uh, Yeah, high school. Uh, I'm really interested in him. And um, he started just man, giving me that language, <laughs> it was like, oh, we're doing real good this year. You know, we traded so-and-so, and if we just keep going, and if we, and I was looking at him, like, what do you mean we? <laughs> you're fucking driving an Uber, bro. You're not the coach. You're not playing the fucking game. But he was totally convinced. We, we this, we that. If we judge, now next season, all we have to do is, you know, no. Oh, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's got it all planned out. And he's living through those uh, athletes. And I'm like, so do you have tickets to uh, to the game? He's like, oh yeah, you know, of course. Like, that's what I have to do. And he has his whole life based on these athletes. And this we see all the time. Then we see women base their entire lives on some woman celebrity. It used to be Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. Then I don't know who the hell it is now, but you know, they follow these celebrities. They know every move they make. Follow them on Instagram, and they kind of live through them. That guy knows he can't play basketball. Not at that level. And that girl knows she's never going to be, you know, uh, Paris Hilton. So maybe maybe that's how they get their uh, kicks, you know. And then also it came to my mind that let's take a book, 
for example, like uh, Awaken the Giant Within from Tony Robbins, or The Power of Now from Eckhart Tolle, or Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. These are like classics. And they are some of the top-selling books on the planet. Like so many people have read these books. And I wonder in ratio, how many people can actually apply versus, or do apply, versus how many people have read it. And then we start seeing, okay, so it's a, it's like across the board, everywhere we look, that's how they live. Now we're just starting to see it in our lives because people are now responding to us in a more, you know, we got some things going that they like and shit like that. So do I think it can be used to our advantage? 100%. I used to resist I used to resist this mentality of, you know, football and basketball, and I would just look at them and say, you guys are fucking idiots, you know? And, but n- not the players, the, the fans. And then I realized, no, 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 no. I told my IMC, which is my, uh, my, my uh, gym doctor, I told my IMC staff, I said, look, they're looking for a team. They're looking for a brand. They're looking for a reason to cheer somebody on and say, we're part of that. They're looking for some winners. They're looking for something shiny. They're looking for something to belong to. That's all these teams are. They're looking for something that's in the spotlight so that they can feel like they're in the spotlight. I said, all we have to do is decode exactly what those sports celebrities do and just give them that on social media and treat the people like that. And then what you'll notice is we'll create such a following that people will treat us as if we are their favorite celebrities and athletes. And I literally set out to do that some years back, and that's what is going on right now. That's going to keep happening. So I think it's a great, great tool for us that are marketing out there to know that people think like that, they live through others, and that's what we have to show them. So maybe Jack doesn't have a super sharp mentality, but Arash does. So Jack looks up Arash and feels inspired to, I don't know, feel better for a moment. And that's fine. If Jack pays me for that, then Jack can do that. Love it, man. Beautifully said. I think this is a good uh, stopping point for us, brother, uh, and we can continue on this topic and maybe add on to it next week. Is there any uh, final plug? Do you have any events coming soon or any new products? Yes, September 2nd, and I just did the next lecture this afternoon. I did one lecture last night. It's called the Forbidden Gate. This is my new product on the second. It'll go on sale for $97. Everybody, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. So uh, all you do is go to arahazapar.com and you purchase $97 product, which is these lectures that are more into the metaphysics of the mind, more into the metaphysics of creation and words. And these are things I haven't taught in a while, but this is what I'm uh, using right now, so I'll teach it. And then also, as a reminder for everybody, at the end of September, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, there will be an event in L.A. called the Global Production Lifestyle Relationship Event. It's a convention. For three days, you show up, and uh, greatest speakers, and Brian will be there, I will be there, and we're going to be speaking on things such as entrepreneurship, relationships, spirituality, um, survival tactics, anything you can think of, okay? And you guys can purchase those tickets also. Just look up. Uh, globalxlart.org. Okay? That's it for me. Love it, man. Yeah, that new product sounds like it's going to be really powerful, dude. Uh, with me, um, I launched a, a new program called Modern Success. 
for all of you who are a part of Close the Deal, which is a program I have with Arash, obviously you'll get access to Modern Success for free. This one's going to be uh, a little bit more overall and well-rounded uh, compared to Close the Deal, and I'm actually doing the final touches on it. I just did a, my first lecture on it on Sunday, and as time goes on, I'm going to release more. I'm really figuring out what I want to put in it, and um, so stay tuned for that, guys. I'm probably by next week I'm going to have a more thorough explanation of exactly what it's going to uh, be. And September 1st, actually, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, my new product, Objection Handling Mastery, is going to come out. Uh, I just finished it today. It has, I think last I looked, 23 or 24 modules, and most of them are about 10 to 15 minutes each. It's my longest product and most in-depth product, and it's really, really good. I know, I know what's out there as far as uh, information and products for objection handling, but this is, this is a different level. So September 1st, uh, it's going to be available 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on my website, Brian Casella, and I highly recommend you guys get it because it's some next-level shit. Uh, until next week, Arash, thank you for coming, brother. Always a pleasure, and we'll talk to everybody next week. Talk soon. Bye.